When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much. Bit like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ. Yeah. Let me check out that ring. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always. Mojo, Mutati Mojo, we're going to watch that sunrise again as I am here in L.A. and you are in Tokyo. Mojo, the NFL Combine kicked off this week and the football world is talking about Tom Brady's 40-yard dash. <laughs> you can hear everyone asking, like, wait, what did he just say? Of course, Tom Brady is retired and it's been a quarter of a century since he was at the NFL Combine. But Mojo, because the Combine is going down and we've got football players you know, running 40-yard dashes, meeting with teams and you know, bench pressing 225 pounds, Tom Brady was in the mood to see if he had gotten faster over the years. Now, Mojo, we know back in 2000, as Tom was coming out of Michigan and was just hoping to get drafted, he ran a 528 40-yard dash. Not exactly blazing fast. And there is a photo from Tom not too long before he actually ran that 40-yard dash. Well, fast forward 24 years, Mojo. Tom Brady was shooting some stuff for his new No Bull company. Had some extra time. Said, let's see how fast I am. Take a look. 24 years ago, I ran a 528 40-yard dash. Clocks were different back then, right? Like, things were just a little slow. It was a daylight savings thing. This is not the true measure of a man, okay? <laughs> Let me just get that straight. I'm working out today, and I know we're going to shoot some photos and videos. If we have some extra time, maybe, just maybe, we give the 40 one more shot. Do you good? Let's do it. Come on, you. Yo. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come of a second, that's not an insignificant amount of time. I know it might not sound like much, but he's gotten a lot faster over the years, and I am impressed. You're not supposed to get fast. Look at this. You're not supposed to get faster, Mojo, as a near 50-year-old. Babcock, I'm just going to be honest with you. I smell a lawsuit here, pal. I smell a big <laughs> lawsuit coming from Rich Eisen for stealing his combine 40-yard dash gimmick. <laughs> Everyone knows that's Rich Eisen's thing, and every year he tries to beat the previous time and it's always hilarious um a tom brady breaking his record dare i say at 46 <laughs> that much faster than 22 is insane let me let me relate this personally i have not run the 40 yard dash since i had to run it as a senior in college that is one of those things that is one and done especially 
for a former lineman like myself, the odds of pulling a hamstring are just way too high. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I couldn't run my 40 at my pro day because I pulled my hamstring doing it in training. <laughs> so that was it. Uh, I mean, obviously, Tom Brady had nowhere to go but up here. That yeah. time was not impressive for a rookie. Good thing Tom was able to go out there and show people how little the 40-yard dash matters. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Mojo, right? It's, it's, in Tom's case, literally proving that we put way too much reliance on numbers and how strong or how fast or quick these guys are and not enough on – can they play football? We know Tom Brady, a lot of guys faster. Nobody with more rings, though, right? Dude, no, not, not a chance. With Brady, they might even have to consider removing the 40-yard dash altogether. All right, Mojo, moving on to Travis Kelsey, a lonely Travis Kelsey, dare I say, because we know his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, is out in Singapore. Mojo preparing for her shows out in uh, that country. Well, her boyfriend, Travis, is back here in the States, uh, not too far from where I am uh, at our TMZ studios. Mojo, because last night, Travis out in Malibu at one of the hottest restaurants in all of Los Angeles, in the entire country, really. Uh, Travis Kelsey was at Nobu, Mojo. Now, what's really interesting is that he wasn't the only NFL superstar who was in the building. And as a matter of fact, he was just recently on the football field against this guy, at the Super Bowl, Mojo, uh, Christian McCaffrey was also at Nobu last night with his fiance, soon-to-be wife, Olivia Culpo. Now, they were hosting an event. Travis happened to be there. They didn't eat together, Mojo, because, again, there was, was a bigger event. There were a lot of people there. But we were told the guys obviously exchanged pleasantries and, uh, yeah, keeping busy while Taylor's across the world. Wow. Well, Babcock, I have a feeling we might hear about this in the future. Probably the upset Swifty fans, the uh, <laughs> upset tour is continuing as Taylor goes from city to city. Uh, and Travis is not there considering Taylor went to so many games for Travis. But hey, you never know what's happening behind closed doors. Um you know, maybe with Taylor's tour, there's less time for him to be around. There's too much going on. He might be in the way. Who knows? Or he might be hopping situation. on a jet a little bit later today, Mojo, right? I think that's the, you know, the benefit for them having, you know, being uber wealthy is that they have these private jets and he really can choose any time. It's not like he's got to catch a flight. He says, hey, let's go fly to Singapore. And he could do that. So I would not be shocked if he wasn't there. But if he is planning on going, yeah, I think he's got to kind of got to get going, Mojo. It's a far flight. One of two things are going to happen here, Babcock. Either this is going to be the premise for the breakup song, <laughs> or she's going to end up falling in love with him even more for him not sweating her as much yep. and not needing her fame or her money. One of two things is going to happen. We are just a few days away, and you can feel how excited wrestling fans are from uh, AEW's Revolution. Of course, that is the setting for Sting's final match, and we are so lucky to be joined by uh, this man right here who's going to be out there with Sting, uh, Darby Allen, as you all take on the Young Bucks. Darby, brother, how are you? Dude, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm hanging in there, and we're at the finish line, Sting's career. It's going to be an amazing week. You know, uh, I don't know. The fact that this man's career is ending the way it is speaks volumes to what, you know, AEW and Tony Khan has allowed him to do because 
it's no secret sometimes in the wrestling business it'll just chew you up and spit you out and leave you a jack so it's kind of yeah. cool that they let uh this man go out on his own terms and so it's, it's really cool to be a part of darby i was reading uh, the players tribune uh, article you wrote and i thought that was awesome and I, I love this story about the first time you met Sting and you think this guy is a legend and he's going to, you know, maybe he's going to be too big for you and not concerned about what a young guy who's new in the business thinks. That's not how it was at all. If anybody hasn't read that story, and I'd encourage everyone to go read it, but if they haven't, why don't you talk about just how great personally, before we get into the match, just how great personally Sting has been towards you and how well he's treated you. Yeah, so like my whole thing, by being around Sting that I pick up and like left with the most is how he is outside the ring. Like he's the most humble guy ever. Like literally the most chill yeah. dude ever I've met. I've met a lot of people in wrestling that have done far less than he ever has. And they have the biggest heads. And the fact that like, he's so cool and he's just like at peace with himself. Like that's, so, that's like, that's awesome to see. Cause I inspire to be like that. I, I don't want to lose myself in this whole thing. And, you know, 20 years from now, look in the mirror and don't even know who the hell I am anymore. Yeah. Sting can, like, be so grounded. It's, like, it's awesome to see. So I take that. It's very inspiring. Right. Many decades from now, you probably be in his position and, and maybe with the experience that you had with him as a young guy, then you mentor, you know, the future young guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I have no idea if I'm going to live to be 65. <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, yeah. Well, let's um, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. But uh, yeah, like, uh, no, it's just, yeah, it's, it's very cool to see that he's so giving. He's almost too yeah. giving. He forgets he's Sting. There's times he forgets he's Sting, and it's it's awesome. It's like, you know, I don't know. Can't say anything but the best. Right. All right. Well, now focusing on the ring, I mean, how, how cool is it for you personally? I mean, do you ever pinch yourself and say, like, wow, I'm actually going to be part of his final match? And obviously, Revolution, huge event. What about, uh, you know, uh, as Darby the wrestler, how special is this for you? Oh, no, it's, it's awesome. Because, like, I try not to make it about myself at all. Like, when it comes, I just want to make sure that this man's career ends with the respect it deserves. And it's it's cool to be a part of this whole end, you know, because I feel like the biggest part of a wrestling career is the end. If you get the bet on the end, man, people are always going to remember that. They're going to be ah, you should have hung up, like, should have hung up the boots years ago. Right. But like you know, I convinced Sting. I convinced Sting to come back and wrestle. So I feel like it's it's my duty to make sure that he doesn't embarrass himself. Because uh, if I if if I was the one to like tell him, hey man, you need to get out of retirement, and step back in this ring, and he listen, like it's like, dude, I can't make him go out there and embarrass himself. So I'll stop at nothing Sunday to make sure he ends his career with a <laughs> on a good note. And I, I always said it. Uh, the sacrifice must be made, I'll, I'll do it. You've wrestled for titles, you've been in big matches. Is this the biggest for you, Darby? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's the biggest. There's going to be so much, like, lapsed fans yeah. going to AEW for the first time. And, like, just the legacy that this man has had on, in wrestling. You know, he's been around longer than I've been alive, like, on top of the wrestling That's industry. Amazing. So. It's really, it's really cool to be like a part of it, and uh, yeah, it's definitely my biggest match, and I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm so grateful for this opportunity, and I'll you know I'll stop enough to prove my loyalty to like what I feel about the match. We are all going to be watching Darby. I cannot wait, uh, you know, to talk about a, a, a must see, can't miss match. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on.
It seems that everyone has an opinion on the eight-year-old girl who sang her little heart out during the national anthem this week. When TMZ Sports returns, we check in with our resident anthem singer, friend of the show, Flavor Flav, to get his thoughts on her polarizing performance. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Passionate. Uh, that was eight-year-old Kinsley Murray singing the national anthem this week at an Indiana Pacers game. Everyone talking about this thing, this rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Another guy, obviously, uh, the legendary Flavor Flav, who in October, you might remember, sang the national anthem at a Milwaukee Bucks game. And, and much like Kinsley, had a lot of people talking. So uh, we're lucky enough to welcome our guy Flavor Flav to the show. Flav, how are you doing, brother? Yo, thanks for having me, man. Once again, man, how you guys doing? Man? We're doing great. Flav, right when we watched this, we said we've got we've got to ask Flav what he thinks of, of this national anthem after the, uh, the the great rendition you gave uh, last year. So what would you think, Flav, as you watched little Kinsley out there, decked out, looked like an American flag? What would you think? Hey, yo, tell you, man, that thing really, really touched my heart, man, the way that that little girl sang that song. And let me tell you something. When people sing the national anthem, everybody puts their own little twist to it. You know, just like yeah. the way Houston sang the national anthem, she put her twist to it. The way that I sang the national anthem, I put my own little twist to it. Same thing with that little girl, man. Let me tell you something. I'm nobody say that little girl sang her little heart out, man. She rocked, man. She did. She did her best. She did her thing. And not only that, but I'm so proud of her because she know she knew all of the words. All right, before I let you go, let me ask you about your godsons. Uh, they're having a big month. Uh, of course, we know Biagio, he gets his 
first professional win. He's been, you know, kicking ass as amateur. Now a pro win, PFL, really impressive. And we know Nico Ali Walsh, your uh, other godson, who he's he handles the boxing side of things. He is fighting this weekend in New York. I think you're going to be there. Aflav, correct me if I'm wrong. Talk to me about your godsons and just how, how great they're doing in their respective sports. First of all, you know, Biagio, man. Oh, my God. What he did in Saudi Arabia the other day was so amazing. And he came such a very, very long way from his first fight. You know, a whole nine. And, and the reason why I feel that he lost his first fight was because of, you know, he, he was anxious to get in there and stuff to show the, the world what he could do. But he just right. didn't take the time and he didn't pace himself. Right. But after fight, Biagio... He, he 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 linked on to it. Man, I'm so proud of Biagio. Congratulations to my godson Biagio for getting his first game as a pro. He won. So now his record is one and oh. Only thing I can say to everybody is two and oh coming up for Biagio. Now when it comes down to Nico, who I'm so proud of and you know, yeah. um, you know, he, he's came a very, very long way since I went and, since I got him his first pair of boxing gloves. Also, for every single fight, I happen to be Nico's roommate. Every fight. Every fight. <laughs> well, it's been working. It's it's working. I think you've been bringing him a bunch of good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to break that tradition. I don't want to break that tradition. And I promised myself that I'm going to be at every single one of my godson's fights. I'm not going to miss none of their fights, man. None of them. That's, you that's amazing, Flav. Oh. And I'm sure that means a ton to uh, to Nico and to Biagio. Hey, yo, check this out. Yo, we're 9-1 right now. We are 9-1 right now. Now we are going for 10-1. So 10-1. Go. Nico, Nico Ali Walsh. That's right. I predict a, a knockout between the first and second round. There you go. You heard it from a godfather, Flavor Flav. Thank you, Flav. All right. Thank you guys for having me. God bless. Talk to y'all later. Hello, Joe. It goes without saying, Shohei Otani is the biggest baseball star in the world. You actually happen to be in his homeland right now of Japan, of course, Mojo. A lot going on the last couple of months for Shohei Otani. Not only did he sign that $700 million deal with the L.A. Dodgers, but today, Mojo, we learned that Shohei Otani has recently tied the knot. He got married. Uh, so here's what Otani says a little bit earlier today. Not only have I begun a new chapter of my career with the Dodgers, but I have also begun a new life with someone from my native country of Japan who is very special to me, and I wanted everyone to know I am now married. I am excited for what is to come, and thank you for your Support Mojo. So uh, Shohei Otani again looking to do big things this year. Hits a home run first game uh, spring training with the Dodgers. He's going to have a big season. Mojo, not the only headlines, though, coming out of Japan because there was actually something that could be involving you. Uh, perhaps a change in sport. Now, we know you are a professional wrestling superstar. Could you possibly be a sumo wrestling star in your future? I don't know. Watch this. Please <laughs> 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 
show. Talk more, <laughs> I, I want to know everything about what's going on here. Well, Babcock yesterday, you're right, man. Pro wrestling, the challenge is expired. I'd won all the titles. Just kidding. <laughs> and I oh, wanted to shift over and do a little bit of sumo. That was number one on my bucket list being here in Japan. So we went over to Yokozuna Tunkatsu, and we did a little bit of sumo wrestling. Uh, this was a ton of fun. They put on a great show, and at the end, they let some of us uh, – Get on up there and challenge one of the wrestlers. So I think I got to work on my form. You know, the little the little diaper looking thing. Yeah. I think you're supposed to grab onto that as a handle. But I was scared if I did that maybe one of my fingers would slip and end up somewhere <laughs> I didn't want it to be. So I stayed well, away from that we, and treated it. Right. And we might <laughs> like not have been able to do it on the show. Line again. <laughs> Mojo, those guys are, I think people think they're just like these big, big guys, not athletic. Those guys are really strong and good athletes. And there's a lot of skill to this, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Actually, the guy that I'm wrestling here was on the much smaller side. The other yeah. guy, the bigger guy on the other side of me, he is actually the founder. He was a top 30 or top 25 sumo wrestler in, in the world wow. for a long time. Yeah, Babcock, I sent out my audition tape and my resume. If you guys never see me again, that's why. I'm a, I'm a sumo wrestler <laughs> full-time now. Well, you pull off the look beautifully, Mojo. That was absolutely <laughs> awesome video. Uh, we are out of time. Who knows what we could have for you tomorrow. I bet you didn't think you'd see Mojo sumo wrestling today. Uh, what we definitely will have tomorrow is Sugar Sean O'Malley's got a huge title fight going down next weekend against Cheeto Vera. We're going to be joined by Sean tomorrow. Again, you never know what Mojo's going to be wearing and what he's going to be doing tomorrow. It's going to be a great show, Mojo. I can promise you that. Absolutely. And maybe I'll be back for the show if I'm not busy sumoing again. But right there, that should make tomorrow the best show since today.